You're listening to Motor Mouth with Andrew McCready and David Booth. Thanks very much for tuning in to the latest Motor Mouth podcast. For the past three decades, journalist David Booth has been airing his opinions, his observations, and even some grievances about all things automotive in his celebrated Motor Mouth column in the National Post and on Driving.ca. I'm Andrew McCready, and I will serve as a host of the Motormouth podcast, doing my best to stay out of David's way, but also to challenge him from time to time on some of his more controversial opinions. And believe me, there will be many of those. And, I dare say, in this episode, quite a few. Hello, David. How you doing? I'm very well. So I haven't actually done the math and delved into Driving.ca's archives to see how many Motormouth columns over the past decade have focused on the exploits of Elon Musk. But I think it is safe to say the brash billionaire has provided you with plenty of fodder over the years. Oh, th- that's to be sure. Like, I mean, you know, whether he's tweeting pe- pedo comp um, um, insults or or, um, or or claiming that he doesn't have to uh, talk to analysts on the phone or he's t- trying to take on the SEC. You know, I mean, it's it's like watching Trump. I mean, honestly, um, it's like they're brothers from a different mother. You know, I mean, they they incess- they tweet incessantly. They believe in conspiracy theories and they both think that they are the what is Trump's word? Um, the stable genius um, <laughs> um, th- 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 that uh, that both of them think are. And, and both of them, of course, uh, people used to think that um, uh, Musk was at least stable. Um, I'd say after this latest Twitter escapade, I'd say that, you know, the last thing he is is stable. I mean, the boy, the boy's smart. The boy is really smart, but he's a little unhinged. I mean, which I kind of figured, but uh, for a long time, but I guess not everybody's seen it. Um, but more so, recently, so many, I was going to say so many automotive journalists have, have praised the efforts of Musk and his Tesla motor company, not all, um, but you often take him to task much to the consternation of the so-called Tesla Roddy yeah. who, who have created a 21st century cult of personality around this guy. And you certainly poured more fuel on that fire with a recent motor mouth column titled, have we finally reached maximum Musk meltdown? Good alliteration <laughs> there, by the way. So uh, well, before, I, wait a second before we delve into your argument and you 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 cover a lot of ground in that column and, and great thing about this podcast is we'll cover even more is that the man and his electric vehicle company have reached their respective zeniths this is what you're saying and i, I want you to begin by saying something positive about musk or his company then you can oh, take the, then you can take the gloves off well then you know what there's a lot to be said positive about musk and the company i mean i mean I'm not sure if he's a certified genius or he's just Asperger and so focused that he he doesn't take no for an answer. But he, he has signally, single-handedly created the electric vehicle market. I mean, if it wasn't for um, him, um, there would be no electric vehicle market that we're seeing today. There would be none. I right. mean, the, the, auto, the automakers in and of themselves, by themselves, would have never done it. The governments would have never had the, uh, the balls to, to pass the rules they're making now. Um, the fact is, is t- if Tesla had not become as, um, as powerful and as profitable and as part of the news as it has, none of what we take uh, for granted today would be possible. So, you know, I mean, big, big kudos to him for that. Uh, I also would say, you know, a lot of people give him credit for deciding, well, you know, 
all the other automakers were uh, when they started with electric vehicles went for cheap and cheerful cars um because they basically had no range and 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 batteries were expensive and he went the luxury side i suspect he, he didn't do that out of genius but just he didn't have a choice i mean he's a small car company he couldn't build uh, a a million corollas but he could build uh, 20,000 really expensive model s's so i'm not sure that was genius but i will say that the supercharger network which remains uh, Tesla's number one attribute, the, by far the best reason to buy a Tesla, is that fantastic and reliable supercharger network. Is, is it's it's it was brilliant and also extremely ballsy because it would have taken a, a lot of uh, of of courage, uh, conviction, and the fact is is nobody's ever done anything where they build a, a, an infrastructure rather than wait for infrastructure companies or the government to do so. So in in from those two points of view, um, Mr. Musk really 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 does. Um, 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 justify uh, many of the kudos that he gets. Um, I just think he stayed on too long, and uh, it's time. Even in my in my in my recent stories, I've said maybe he doesn't go away because you know the Muscovites, the 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 Muscla fan Musk fanboys might abandon the company if he left altogether. But maybe he, you know, becomes the head brainiac in charge of new technology and is, is allowed to do that stuff that he's so good at. And they bring in, you know, some guy like Tim Cook, who actually runs a company the way an established, now established, large corporation needs to be run. Not you know, I mean, the thing that threw me over the line and told me this guy's right out of his tree is that the future of both a $44 billion company, that would be Twitter, and uh, at one point in time, a $1.2 trillion company, um, that'd be Tesla, was put to an online poll on Twitter, the one that basically says, should I quit my job as CEO um, um, uh, of Twitter so I can focus more on Tesla. And he put that to a poll of a bunch of people who get their news 280 characters at a time. I mean, honestly, like, I mean, that's like going to ask six-year-old children if they would just like to eat candy all day. I mean, you know, I mean, you just don't do that. I mean, it, it was just, you know, it's, it's, it's gone way past the sublime. I think ridiculous is in the rearview mirror. That's yeah. all I'll say about that. So I guess obviously we all know that 2022 was an annus horribilis for for Musk on a few levels, but you know the Twitter one being well documented, it seems like he's, you know, he, has he be even in being in Tesla's office lately? But why why is Tesla in trouble? Why why is it, it in of itself? Is it simply because he's not you know oh. the, at the tiller, or are there bigger things afoot? Oh, there's, I mean, I mean, that, that's a large part of the problem. And then another part of the problem is that, let's understand this. Um, um, the people that are concerned enough about the climate and everything else that like EVs tend to be more left of center than, than the right side. I mean, you know, at least in the, in the, in the, in the, in the, in the um, in the States, uh, part of being a Trump tart is, for instance, not uh, believing in global warming. If you don't believe in global warming, 
uh, less likely to buy a hundred thousand um, dollar electric vehicle. Uh, unfortunately, on Twitter, Mr. Musk has been spouting um, 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 conspiracy theories like him and uh, Marjorie Green are our best buds. So I, I, he's. I mean, the first thing I'd say is he's alienated a lot of his followers. And 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 I will say this: the gr- biggest thing I noticed with writing the column that I just wrote was that I think there was one Tesla Roddy that wrote in um, that, you know, you're full of baloney, Dave, and, and you know, nothing. And uh, as they always do, I mean, if I'd written that column two years ago, it would have been 200 columns and I would have been, yeah. it would have been all over the, um, the, um, the, the internet. The fact of the matter is, is he's really alienated a lot of his, his clientele, but that's by, from, by far, not the, probably the most important reason. Um, uh, there's so many reasons. I mean, one is cars are very expensive. I mean, he keeps talking about building a cheap car and he's a, a, a car of the people. Yeah. But I think the average transaction price of a of a of a tes- Tesla in the states is like sixty six thousand dollars. And since the, the Model US, S yeah. and yeah, and the Model yeah, and the Model S and the Model Y aren't uh, Model Model X and the Model S, the large cars aren't selling that well anymore. So yeah. that's basically the uh, um, an average created by the Model 3 and the Model Y, which are their cheap cars. $66,000 doesn't qualify anywhere near as cheap. And, you know, the promise of a $25,000 US thing is just one more promise that hasn't been kept. Um, small things, the Cybertruck, you know, three years ago, that Teslarati, that, that, fanboy that cult that we've talked about so many times um shouted down all the discussion that it's you know basically a, a, a george jetson space mobile on wheels and 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 it was lauded and everything else but more recently um, when news came out that it might actually get produced three years after it was supposed to be produced um uh, it's it's been ridiculed because the the other automakers like um, still, uh, Ram with their new fifteen hundred concept that we've covered just recently have caught up. The cars look great; they look very futuristic without looking childlike. And um, and and so I, I you know right off the bat the Sabre truck I don't think it's going to be as popular as it might have been three years ago. Um, the, I mean uh, then there's the fact that. Tesla has not refreshed its fleet. It's come up with new models. It's you know it started off the Model S, Model S, then it had the the, the Model X, uh, then it was the Model Three, and then the Model Y. Um, and e- you know each each one of those cars is newer as it get as as it's released. But he hasn't refreshed really the uh, uh, the older ones. He's put in a new um, a new interior and a, a new bumper and up the battery size. I mean, the, uh, you know, that's what in the uh, in, in the automotive industry is um, is called a mid model refresh. But you know, when we talk about traditional cars, and 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 I and I know you've written it in some of your articles when you're writing. Uh, about a, a car that was last completely redesigned 10 years ago, we always mentioned that, that this car is old technology, it's old design, and it's not current, and that it's getting um, you know, passed by by other 
companies. And that's exactly what's happening to to Tesla. Um, you know, uh, to be to be fair, um, I mean, there are there are technological updates that are taking place all the time on those cars. Yes, it's, but it's a bit of a different philosophy, right? It's 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 the classic car as appliance. Well, um, I, I, I got to say, like I, what, the, the one pro Tesla comment I got uh, for the article mentioned this. Oh, you know, Teslas are so special. They're updated so much that you have to go by VIN code, not the model year to get the, yeah. when you order parts. Right. That's true of every car on the planet. Yeah. I mean, you, I, I, there's nothing special about that. I mean, I, I, does Tesla update their cars, their software, because it's over the air? a little more than General Motors upgrades its hard parts? Oh, of course that's true. But to believe that automakers build the same car for six years with not a single upgrade uh, in them, um, um, uh, and, and Tesla's the only people that do this, is not true. Right. And, and the fact of the matter is, is if you drive a Model S, it feels like an old car. It just feels like an old car. It doesn't ride. The interior is not nearly as as nice as as newer ones. Uh, it doesn't handle as well. Uh, it just it doesn't, and it, the build quality is not that good. Uh, the The fact is, is some of their cars aren't really great. The cars themselves, some of the technology is good, but the cars themselves are not great. Um, they're expensive, and they're not being updated. Like I mean, forget that it's Tesla. Just for a moment, forget that it's Tesla and it's electric if 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 mazda had one car that was 10 years old one car that was eight years old another one that was four and a half and another one that was three and a half you'd be all over them going they're not doing their job and and the fact is is you know especially when that segment evs as we've discussed uh, uh, other automakers are jumping in and they're releasing new product all the time. You know, um, uh, I know we've had a good uh, good discussion on the Genesis G80 and how well it did. I mean, the, uh, the Hyundai um, Ionics and the Kia EVs are really, really excellent. The Porsche Taycan is a great car. I mean, you know, uh, it's absolutely a wondrous car. Um, and and, and uh, other than the price, but then that's always the case with Porsche. Uh, is is except for the interior and some of the um, software in the infotainment system, it's a better car than anything that Tesla puts out. So, yeah. you know, I mean, they're falling, they're falling behind, and and so I'd say it's a combination of everything. Like if he hadn't exposed himself on Twitter and was still the darling of the Tesla Rati, could he get still get away with the? Um, uh, not updating the cars, probably yes, because he's got a cult just screaming to everybody that Tesla is fantastic. Or so one one thing you mentioned though, which I found very interesting, was the the fact that waiting lists are waning for these cars, which must send a red flag into um, Fremont. Oh, it's, I mean, well, it's so bad. I mean, they've um, 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 they've reduced prices pretty much everywhere: Canada, the U.S., and China. In fact. The China discounts were so deep that people that bought the cars um, just prior, yeah, prior to the prior discount. to it are staging huge protests. And you know how much protests are welcomed in 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 China. You know how much the government likes when the 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 folks congregate. But I guess I saw a video of them of a bunch of protesters in a dealership, and it wasn't pretty. Imagine Antifa 
and 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 the trump tards banging heads against one another that's what how angry these people were over um getting screwed over with the um, the the price reductions so uh, you know uh, you know they they've had to give price reductions all over the place the average price of a used tesla has dropped 17 uh, dropped 17 percent between june and november of last year whereas the uh, uh, re- the rest of the market gas powered cars included only dropped four percent dropped from like a used tesla from like 60 large to about 47 or 49 or something like this it was a large number ten thousand bucks in a f- just a few months because the the demand isn't there so the 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 uh the uh, market is just dropped um completely and you know um both and and that's the result like w- w- as automakers have long noted when you drop the uh, uh incentives on a car you drop the re- uh, residual price that the used car is worth uh, uh as well and it's it's a it's a vicious circle and basically, you know, um, um, they're in the same position right now that a Pontiac Aztec was when, you know, those were sticking around. You know, I mean, the, 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 their used prices suck and, and they're, and they're uh, having to put in huge uh, rebates to consumers. And I would say, and I, I said this in my article, I would say that, you know, Tesla has tried to pr- uh, um, um, pride itself in that in terms of its stock pricing and you know those price earnings ratios and how it should be considered as a company it's always said we need to be priced as a stock and as a company like you do um 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 facebook meta and as a technology company not as an automotive as company and and not an auto company and if anything proves that that is complete and utter bs it's this latest thing where they've resorted to the same thing that car companies have done for 100 years, maybe 125. And they've had this exact same effect of you put you put the, the price down um, uh, on your uh, on your new cars and you kill the used car market. I mean, if right. anything proves they should be treated as simply a car company and not this highfalutin mobility, whatever it is, they're going to revolutionize the world kind of corporation. It is this last thing. Understand they are just a car company. So, so as, as, um, as we've seen in that former U.S. president you've mentioned a few times, haven't we, <laughs> seen, haven't we seen Musk time and time again defy expectations of disaster to only come out stronger? I mean, why, why do you, your column had such a tone of, you know, this is the zenith, this is the tipping point for him and Tesla. I mean, is it, is it those things you've listed or is there one overriding thing? Is it just, is it the fact that it's a cult of personality and as soon as that personality wavers, it just crumbles? I don't think that's the cause. I think that's the catalyst. I mean, he's always done things differently and more difficultly and gotten away with it. You know, called a guy a pedo and somehow got off the the lawsuit, you know, Um, and and everything else. He's exposed cracks that suddenly he's vulnerable. To make the illusion great, uh, more exactly as Trump has done. You know, he he did all that stuff where he was um, uh, promoting all his uh, people, um, and and basically all his people lost, 
And so he's exposed cracks. And, and, and for the first time, you see people ignoring him. Even um, uh, Lauren Boebert said, thanks for the comment about voting for McCarthy, but thank you, no thank you. It's exactly the same thing that's happening here. It, 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 it isn't the cause, but it allows people to suddenly notice things that they would have not commented on before. Um, that being said, like, I mean, do I think, I mean, I, there are a lot of people on the other side of the equation who think Tesla's dead. I don't think Tesla's dead. Uh, I, I think they're going to be priced and valued like a regular car company. I suspect they'll get down to $30 or $40 a share. Um, ideally, Musk would stick around in some um, 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 capacity, um, um, uh, some high capacity. Um, but they'd bring in somebody that would, you know, get the SEC off their backs. They would get Twitter off their backs. They would get all these sidelines and these distractions so that, you know, like if he's distracted by Twitter and everything else, but all he's got to do is, you know, come up with one brilliant idea per year about what they do next. That's manageable. He's running a large car corporation like it's a hobby right now. Mm -hmm. and, 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 and that's not going to work. How, how can that work? I've been doing this job 39 years and I haven't met that many people that were as smart as Mr. Musk, but what I have, and, and I've seen a lot of people a lot less smart than Mr. Musk running car companies. Okay. But one thing I do appreciate is how difficult, how many different levers, how many different um, um, situations, how many different criteria, how many different little portions of the business have to all come together for this to be a success and if if you're doing it like half an hour a day when you're uh, in between um uh, uh tweeting out mindless screeds about you know the the husband of miss pelosi it doesn't work you can't run a car company like that so um i i, I do i think that tesla could come back i don't think they're going anywhere i think they'll be diminished but th perhaps they will take their place and their rightful place as a leader in a small but growing um, segment of the market. And they will be, I, the, I think they'll continue to be the leader for maybe the next two, three, four years. Um, who they bring in or should bring in um, to manage the company, you know, uh, on a day-to-day -day basis. If they're really good, maybe they can continue that leadership position. Um, and everything else. Uh, and I don't think Mr. Musk is going anywhere. There's SpaceX. There's, you know, uh, head brainiac in, in charge of technology for Tesla. There's lots of good things he can do. I just don't think that it's in anybody's best interest. The EV movement's in best interest. I don't think it's in Tesla's best interest. Uh, I, I just can't see, other than Mr. Musk's best interest in that all the money he's collected, um, I, I can't see how it's in anybody's best interest that the status quo continues. Yeah. And, and one, I, as you pointed out in your column in the motor mouth about this is the vulnerability really is the ability to go to the market and get money, which has been integral to his company, which always had them likened to technology companies, which essentially aren't profitable for years, if ever yet still have these huge valuations. And it seems like the curtain has been pulled behind that. And suddenly now, as you say, it's an automotive company and, and these, these, the stock market is going to look for performance, not promises. 
Yes. Well, I mean, how, how it's, I'm not sure how to approach this subject. There's still quite a few people that wonder if the books are slightly cooked over there because, you know, they're claiming to make a lot of money. Um, why some of that money, has, if, if there's all this money floating around in Tesla, why have they not put it back into uh, uh, meaningful research and development. For instance, why is the Cybertruck taking so long? Why is there not a completely new uh, revitalized Model S? If they're making that much money and they're so good at this and all that other stuff, why hasn't that happened already? I mean, I don't like the Cybertruck. I don't think it's going to go, uh, uh, do very well. I think it's, but one of the reasons it's not going to do very well is they let, let, uh, let it go three years um, to become a joke. If they'd come mm -hmm. out with it within a year of actually launching it, uh, who knows what could have happened? I, well, I, I don't. Yeah, they would have beaten the Ford Lightning. They would have been literally the first the first production EV pickup. And now they're they're entering a somewhat um, I won't say littered field, but there are there are some very solid choices as you pointed out. Yeah, and and, and I'd like to. I, I don't know how much time we have left, but I'd like to point this out. You know why he went after the the big three and the pickup trucks. As I said in my article, he obviously didn't read his history. You know, the the, the Japanese uh, automakers thought the same thing. Look how we're kicking their butts with sedans and cars. And God, they can't build anything worthwhile. It's going to be easy to take away this truck market away from them. They tried for years. N Nissan's given up completely. Toyota's got a good little niche business with the Tundra and the Tacoma, but it, it's not anywhere near what they thought. They thought that the Americans would fold up like um, uh, 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 cheap and just walk away from pickups the same way they did from, you know, family sedans. And no, they dug in their heels and they built better trucks than 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 the Japanese could. And and so, you know, uh, Mr. Musk thinking that, oh, I just put out this strange looking truck and the Americans are just everybody's just going to go, oh, you know what? We're all buying Teslas now. Um, the, the General Motors is just going to give us, you know, what, 800,000 uh, trucks a year in the States alone. They're just going to give us that market. OK. Um, and, and it hasn't been the case. You, I mean, just as they did, uh, responded when the Japanese, the Asian automakers came at them with their pickup trucks. They've done that exact same thing with how, and how they've responded to the threat of electrification for their pickups by Tesla. And, and they put out great product. The F-150, you know, the battery technology, 400 volts and very slow charging, not so great, but uh, otherwise very good. The Silverado looks good. And, and you know, for all intents and purposes, the, the, what we've seen so far from the Ram 1500 BEV concept, that I think that's its official title, it looks awesome. It's great looking car, 800 volts, ready quick charging. I mean, all the information we have so far is that it's really good. They've, as they did again in the previous cases where they are attacked on their home turf pickups, they have responded just as the, um, uh, the Ukrainians have against the Russians. You know, Tesla made the same mistake as Putin. He thought he'd walk in three days later, he'd be in, in Detroit and they'd have surrendered. You know what I'm saying? And didn't work out that way, did it? Yeah. Well, as you did one positive about Musk you didn't point out at the beginning was he's given you so much fun stuff to write about and I think uh, you'd miss him I think you'd miss him if you went away you'd no, be, you'd, be, I, you'd I, be stuck for pod, you'd be stuck for motormouth topics no 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 I, I no that hasn't been a problem I, I'll tell you if you'd said that two years ago I would agree with it 
I hadn't actually written anything about him for about six months. I just wished he'd go away, do his job, but I just wished he'd stop this. It's, it, it, he's become an embarrassment to himself. And I, I, you know, I disagreed with him before. Now it's, it, it feels, it, it felt a little bit, um, bully, not bullying, but taking advantage of somebody who's in a bad space. You'll, you'll notice that um, I didn't use any, I didn't actually make fun of him. I just pointed out the facts this time. I, he's not in a good space. He's not in a healthy place. Uh, personally, I think he needs help. Um, uh, and so I hope he gets it. I hope he does the smart thing and I hope he's really successful in whatever he does. But um, it's, uh, I won't miss him if if he just does the right thing and manages Tesla like a car company and and everything else like that. I won't. I don't. I I don't need to read, write any more about Mr. Musk. Well, there you are, listeners. Uh, Motormouth does have a heart. Thank you, David. Thanks very much for joining David and myself on the inaugural or on the second Motormouth podcast. Uh, we hope you enjoyed it, and we'll have another one coming out in a few weeks' time. Be sure to look for David's weekly Motormouth column on Driving.ca every Friday. For your dose of all things automotive, be sure to check out driving.ca, where you'll find the best in breaking news, videos, and reviews. And be sure to subscribe to the Motormouth Podcast wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. Until next time. <laughs>